Another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let you boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy out here. What's goody? Man, slow motion. I went to my first show over the weekend since the pandemic, but I'm going to go into details about it later on in the show Mm because it was very interesting. A little bit later. What show was it? Benny the Butcher. Ah, okay. So, yep. Did you have to prove? Did you have to provide proof of vaccination? I did, as a matter of fact. Shout out to really what's that shit? Tabernacle. We went to Tabernacle. You uh-huh. had to show proof of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID test, forty-eight hours or newer. And I'm gonna tell you what's funny. I had neither. Oh, and wow. outside the venue in the parking lot, right next door, they had like a booth set up to where you could get a test. And they give you two minute results for the low, low price of $20. I'm like, That's all right, cool. Here you go. It's got me smooth for the dub. That's fine. It was a line like a motherfucker. Dude, they read the COVID results out loud in front of everybody. No way. <laughs> so, so they'll be like, wherever your name was at, they'll be like, number 13, you're negative. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, yo, so like, what, if, what if somebody was positive, dude? Just, I was about to say, was anybody. They didn't make no positive calls. No, nah, they didn't make no nuts. positive calls though. Nigga, if somebody had been positive, everybody down to compromise. That would have been mess with straight up panic and everything. Nigga, Jesus. like what if you what if he's on a date like with a little new new dude and you positive too? Uh she has COVID, you don't. You guys can take with that information however you want to moving forward. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, so that shit was crazy, but yeah, that's welcome to uh, concerts like in 2021. Nuts. That is nuts, man. So you gonna tell us about it, if it was a good show or not later. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to touch on that a little bit later in my own deck of the week. Um, but, first. but action-packed show. Speaking of Benny and hoodie music, it's that time of the year. It's sweater weather. It's fall season. So we're going to go over our top five songs for fall. Um, also, Boosie feels slighted about his new movie premiere and Travis Scott is rumored to be dropping not one but two projects before the end of the year. But first, we have an update on Pooh Shiesty. That's your man. If you didn't know, he is currently locked up awaiting trial. He has decided to withdraw his request to delay trial in his federal armed robbery case. Uh, Trial is set for October 25th. He is now facing life. Uh, what do you think of this update? Yeah, man, this, this this was strange for it to come out and say he was facing life. If you're not familiar with the case, he was in 
Miami, I got assume preparing for a show or rolling loud or something of that nature. He went to go cop some lean with his homeboy. Mm -hmm. And the niggas that he copped and lean from, I assume it was some shysty stuff going on. And they shot the dude in the ass. Yep. Uh, long story short, police called him from a serial number that was on his Instagram from one of the money phones. Word to the wise there. Uh, but the strangest part of this for me was shooting somebody in the ass. It doesn't normally get you uh, a life sentence. That's, that sounds like manslaughter. That sounds like the very crazy second degree murder, but not life. So yeah. it was interesting to see um, why they came with that approach to try and give him life. Uh, life. I looked up the, the, the state attorney from Miami to kind of see what she had going on to see was this a political play or just what the whole reasoning was for me to read a headline and say that Pooh is being here with life. I don't know if it's a rap thing because he's a rapper, but it was definitely strange once you read deeper into the charges for me, like that the life sentence was there. Yeah, Pooh AKA Lontrell Williams. He's only 21 years old, number one. Um, he pleaded not guilty to a four count federal indictment carrying again a maximum sentence of life which again you're right is very strange but um the you know they're, they're saying robbery and and the shooting but then there's also some things that date back to 2019 that they're trying to pin on them some drug trafficking conspiracy charges too so it's a it's it's a bunch of shit that's kind of compounding it because yeah i thought it was weird too um okay so they they robbed a nigga for some sneakers and some lean i was like okay and then they shot, and then somebody apparently shot at him. Life seemed like a stretch. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's doing a lot. But there's some other stuff tied to it, man. It's, it's interesting because he was on fire, on fire at the top of the year. Had the hit record with Dirk, Back in Blood. They had Back in Blood on AM, FM radio. Like, that's how popping that song was, dude. And he was, of course, under, he is under Gucci's 1017. And so Gucci trying to rebuild his label. So it's just interesting, man, like grand opening, grand closing. Well, I'm not going to say grand closing because the trial is is still ahead of us. Who knows what could happen? Then fuck around walk out the next day for all we know. But it's just, it's very interesting how fast his rise happened and then how quiet or how how loud the crash has been coming down. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, Pooh Ice was definitely bubbling, and he's dealing with somebody at Gucci who knows how to deal with these situations. Like, unfortunately, Gucci has been through this uh, several times before. Pooh does have two co-defendants. Like you said, it was a lean robbery. And that also, once you read more into it, may be the reason for the life sentence. The trial is two weeks from now. Maybe they see that the DA is thinking, and like, well, I'm telling like some one of them other two niggas telling on Pusheyste or Pusheyste telling on one of those other two niggas. Jesus. Well, when you throw life out there, that's that's usually what they're trying to get you to do to tell on somebody. So that that was part of the the, the niggas ain't willingly doing life. No, 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 niggas. Especially if you're a 21 year old rapper, that's like you said, as hot as you've ever been. So that's again, like you said, that was strange reading in the beginning looking more into it i see oh, okay he got two co-defendants it was niggas with him so yep. that's the reason that that life thing is out there on another note like if i'm pooh Shicey, i got a song on the radio and and we doing our thing like i'm not going with nobody to buy no lean bro like they say also that the nigga that that was they rented the car from this thing it's the same nigga that they rented their luxury lamborghini from for the weekend, it's the same nigga that got shot in his ass. Uh, and if, okay. I, if if I'm Pooh see transactions like well, you niggas got to go get more drugs, cars got to get renewed. Like bro, I'm in the hotel. 
<laughs> like I'm practicing, like bro, I ain't, there is no reason for me to be pulling up with a nigga. And the reason is not because you soft, because of what we've seen. These niggas might be super on shite. So they're like, man, if we take your shit from Pooh Shicey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Gonna shoot us, you too famous, my nigga. We're just going to take your shit. And you're going to have to live your raps. So to avoid yourself being in that situation, my nigga, why are you even there? You don't go on the lean recop for the party trip, my nigga. That's not what you do. You rap. You don't pull up to, hey, I got to pay this nigga for the car so we can get it for three more days. Niggas on the team is supposed to be handling that push ice. not even supposed to be in this situation where I got to shoot a nigga in the ass if he did, allegedly. Agreed. And I mean, listen, we've all watched videos on push ice's come up and what allegedly has happened in his hood and the people that he surrounded himself with. I don't see any one of them. Uh, being that aware uh, to put him in a position where he's good, where he's in the lobby at the W while everybody else handles the dirt. He look like he's riding along for the dirt. I'm going to be real. But the point of, you make up a great point. We know where we come from and how how far we've made it. I know how crazy you are based off all these videos that we've seen on YouTube. All the more reason for this nigga to be in the lobby. We didn't have shit to lose when those videos were being made. That shit that you referencing on YouTube, the hood, Thanks. geek and stuff. Like, it wasn't a lot to lose when you see them niggas on YouTube with the choppers and making this. Man, I got the number one song in the country, bro. Yes, I'm playing the lobby now. Like, mm. I see. That's just what it is. And niggas try to, like, especially a newer generation, they try to juggle two things in the game. And it just it's not going to work, bro. It, it, it never worked. It's not going to work now. One foot in, one foot out, man. You got to make a decision. Do it. You got to make a decision, bro. Up next, man, um, here recently from the drive the boat uh, back and forth between Meg and Kodak Black, Kodak Black's mm-hmm. manager, came out and said, well, Meg the, Stallion, Meg the Stallion has no talent and, wait for it, she uses Ghost Rider. Says she shouldn't even be this popular. My question to you, Animal <laughs> Brown. Is it even still a big deal now in 2021 when the ghostwriter allegations come out, especially for someone like me? It, it isn't for her, although this is not the first accusation. This came out uh, about two years ago um, when someone had claimed to have written on a record that she had with Juicy J. But it, it seemed to be a misunderstanding with that. It was one of those situations where the, the, the artist was working with the songwriters was working with Juicy J team and then they probably wrote a hook or like a cadence and then Juicy came to Meg with it and Meg was like oh that's hot and so she didn't know the other person was the person that did it this particular one I think it's Kodak Black's producer he is flat out saying that someone is handing her a yellow composition book or whatever the fuck they call with lyrics and she's reciting them and reference tracks in the whole nine. The crazy part about it is for this to be accused of a female rapper, it's not that big of a deal only because we're so used to it happening to some of the biggest female rappers ever, which are little Kim and Foxy Brown. They both had ghostwriters and people was cool with it. Nobody really gave a shit. 
You know what I'm saying? It was more about the image and what they were talking about because it wasn't a lot of people, a lot of female rappers that were on what they was on. Now it's a little different. You got plenty of rappers out here that spin. The ladies are, are have stepped their game up and it's plenty of dope ass female rappers. And so now it may look a little strange. It's like, wait, hold on. Like Nikki has always claimed that she writes all her stuff. Of course, we know people like Rhapsody, you know what I'm saying? And Meg, we all look at Meg as somebody who is talented. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, if, if that came out that she wasn't right, that would be a little strange, but it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I say it'd be a little deal, but not that big. What you think? I don't think it'd be a big deal at all, man. We're talking about Meg to say <clears throat> she's not, we're not talking about Rhapsody. We're not talking about a no name or, or one, another artist who based a lot on lyrics, even though Meg is cited sometimes for how good that she does rap, how, how well she performs it. Like nobody is saying that she's rapidly rap or boring you down like someone like Rhapsody. For, so for this guy, Kodak Black's manager, I don't even know his name, to come out and be like, oh, she does this and she does that. Man, it looks petty. It looks weak. Like no one cares. Like you said, from the beginning of time since uh, lady rappers have been out. They've been like sometimes, oh, Jay-Z wrote for Foxy, Big wrote for Kim. It's more about the image when it comes to a lady rapper anyway. And Meg is killing it. Like there's nothing that anyone can say on that sense of she got a ghostwriter that, that's going to knock her down because it's more about the act. She's a pop act now. She's not um, lyrical, miracle Meg the Stallion. It doesn't matter <laughs> if she go in there and write it or not. All that matters is if she coming out with a hit and she keep coming out with hits. This is Patty from Kodak Black Team. Again, it all stemmed from that drive the boat. And he was in a previous interview and said that he started it. And then she starts subtweeting him. And then this guy jumped in. And this is whack. You don't go back and forth with women about this. It's just, it's, it's weird from Kodak Black Team. It's, it's very strange. And it's not the weirdest thing from Kodak Black on this episode that we'll discuss more on that later. But it is very strange. He's acting very young. You know what I'm saying? Like he's occupying it. This is this is this is where our the generation gap between us and somebody like a Kodak Black is different. We're not going to spend our time on on the internet saying somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Started this or I started that or X Y and Z. Especially if it's a gal. Like we not we don't have time for that. Kodak Black is from a generation that does that. They pick up their phone, they hop on live. And they go through this whole spew about how they feel about number. No, we don't give a fuck about that shit. We're not that, that ain't us. So I can't understand why he would go that route. It is super weird, low-key lame. I'm, I don't get it. But back to the accusations, I don't think they're gonna stick. That's why I say it's little to no deal. And they got my girl Meg fucked up and they got raised up. I think this this the clout generation to, to the that's point a that you fact. Made up. Like it's all of this shit is about clout. Like even even we going in on Kodak because we wouldn't have taken that approach as far as, well, I started this and I started drive the boat. Like my nigga, who cares? But also on the same token, playing fair, like Meg, why do you care? Fuck him. Like who cares if he said drive the boat? Nigga, I got a do say deal off this. What did you get? <laughs> you ain't get nothing. You still tweeting me that you started it. My nigga, I don't got to respond. And it, and it go both ways. It's about the cloud. All he coming at me or I'm going to her like it's it's whack to us because we weren't raised in that generation and comes off as strange. But I, I mean, I understand what they're shooting for and that's the clout. How old is Kodak Black, dude? Huh? How old is Kodak? Like 25. I, he can't be older than 26. Let me see, hold on. Kodak Black is 24. Yeah, about right. So that's okay. Yeah, that sounds about right there. 
and he's all right. over the place. Like it's just one day he wake up and I want to say, Oh, I started the boat. Like it's cool. That's Who cares, true. my nigga. Like, yay. <laughs> it, it, nigga was born in 97. Like I remember 97. This shit crazy. Hmm. See, he act like he was born in 97. That's a fact. And that's your man. Million too. percent act like he was born in 97. You call Kodak Black too. You was waving that Kodak Black flag for a stretch. I was for a minute. He ain't fell off though. He said what? <laughs> You, he ain't fell off it. I like you just said, he's 24 years old, bro. That's young. He's he not known for the music time. no more. And he's he, talented. He what? He's not known for the music no more. He's known for the antics now. He was known for the music at first. He had hits. The great thing about being talented is that's until he puts out good music. Like I don't, I don't foresee him never putting out any more good songs. He's too talented for that. So right now, while he's in this 24, 23 year old stage, you're right. He's more known for IG lives and shit. But Kodak Black gonna have some of his sleep because he's just he good. He's a good artist. What's the last what's the last project you listened to of his? Uh, the one where he had the the he was like a baby Pac on the front. What was it, Biggie like Pac? It. Some shit. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? No, nah, not at all. You went fucking with it. No, you know what? I listened to the first joint he dropped when he got out of jail. I did listen to that, and that yeah, that was some his thing, voice is like, different. It was something like pictures or some shit like that. Yeah, the, yeah. nah, that was his album. That oh. I know what you're talking about. You didn't listen to that. I listened to the album, the the picture joint. That shit was fire. I'm talking about when he got out of jail and his voice sound like, his voice sound different, man. Sometimes jail do that to you. It's true. He's only 24. He gonna pop. He gonna bounce back. Absolutely not. A million percent. Um, moving on to your man Boosie, Boosie Boo. Of course, you guys know he dropped his movie My Struggle on streaming sites right now. Go check that out. Um, now he had a premiere. And around the same time, BMF had a premiere, of course, the uh, long-awaited star series by 50 Cent. Now, Boosie called out a couple of people, well, not naming anybody specifically, but wondered why so many people, artists specifically, showed up to the BMF premiere that was also in Atlanta, but didn't show up in for his independent movie, which was also in Atlanta the night before. Um, does he have a legitimate beef uh, that people didn't show up to his, but showed up to BMF instead. No, absolutely not. People have been waiting on this BMF series for a long time. The name BMF, just like in hip hop, is the lure is still there where people want to know what's going on. So that's going to bring people out. Labusi did this independently and going down that independent road. It wasn't a lot of marketing. Like I didn't see a lot. I follow Boosie. I fuck with him. I saw it. But it wasn't out there in the masses like, oh, movie coming soon. Nobody really knew a biop, biop about Labusi was coming out. So I don't and, and this is a testament to his whole career. He's had this happen to him. He spoke about this on his first album when it dropped, how to, like the industry really didn't fuck with him. And people would uh, backdoor fuck with him like, oh, on the phone, I fuck with you, but I don't do no songs with you or, or whatever it may be. He's always experienced this. So I'm not sure why he wouldn't even expect this. Like, this is what it is for a rapper like Lil Bootsy. I wouldn't expect any mainstream artist to come to it because he's gotten his grind from the other way his whole career. So, hey, whatever. Y'all go see BMF. I, listen, I understand his gripe. I'm sure he has a lot of rap friends. He said this before. He's got industry people that call him and say that they agree with what he's saying about Lil Nas X and some of the other controversial statements he makes. But he got to be real, bro. Like a lot of the people that are on on, they have brands to protect and they have a whole lot of money at stake. He even said it himself. He said, if I had the money that the baby was getting, I would have apologized too. Because you're protect at that point, you're protecting a bag. 
And it's more about, nigga, I got to secure this bag because he understand what the power of money do because he's been successful for a very long time. So some people have brands to protect, but then also, <sighs> Boosie, let's be honest, bro. Like this is baller blocking part two. Like, listen, like, like you movie. said, I don't do that. People have said that movie was good. You haven't watched it. You ain't seen one second of that movie. I've seen the trailer. Doesn't matter. You, you This is from a nigga who bought choices, Absolutely. bought baller blocking. Absolutely. Thought I'm about it. And you, Absolutely. you about to sit here and try to shit on this movie. I didn't, I didn't shit on it. I just said it was baller blocking too. And you just you said I that. bought baller blocking. So what, am that. I really shitting on it? <laughs> yeah, because you shit on baller blocking. But I, I, you made a great point that, that I didn't even consider all I'm considering is people just not wanting to come. Yeah. I, I ain't even know about it, my nigga. Like, it ain't like the shit was BMF again. Like, this is what you were going against. But you made a point that, like, I don't even want to be seen there if I'm <laughs> some people. And I'm not saying me specifically. I'm just saying I never even considered, like, if I'm uh, if, if I'm someone who cares a lot about my image, I can't go to that. Yep. I can't go to and you, He got to understand you, that, too, though. I th- think he knows this. So that's why I'm okay. not sure, like, why he was even making this comment. Like, this has happened to him his whole career if it wasn't for just like how he carried himself from an artist standpoint to now when he's outspoken about so many issues. Like, ain't nobody like, nah, bro. Shoot him the DVD. It's too hot. It's many too hot outside. Nigga, I'll, I'll cop it. I'll stream it. I, you <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? But like, bro. Somebody posted a picture. They bought like 10 copies. I think it might, might have been Bun B. Bun B bought like 10 copies of it. Okay, I, that's I respect yeah, like, that. People that's are a, fucking with it. Like, come on, bro, don't do that, Boosie. Like, you know, fact, he know what it is, and like expecting something else is that's that's weird. Like, you know what it is, bro. Like, like Jay Z not coming to your premiere, bro. Tip not coming. Like, nah, it's not gonna yeah. happen. Well, I ain't Tip should be there, and I ain't, I can't. I ain't gonna float Tips. He might there. have. Did he go? He might have been there. Like, he might have been there. He might have been, been one of them that was there. Like that, but yeah. I, I don't know who he was alluding to. Boosie is talking about not coming, but I feel like that. Anybody that would have came, came, and anybody that wouldn't, you know why they want that nigga. They ain't never been there. Your whole career, they ain't never been there. You use that as fuel, and he said first day sales were nine hundred and seventy thousand. I like it. Bill Cosby endorsed it. Shit, that's big enough right there. That's cool. another reason I'm not touching it. This is now you really not shouldn't be surprised that niggas didn't pull up hey, exactly. <laughs> if Bill Cosby coming out the woodwork and like I like what what you're doing, you got to step back. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. Bill Cosby, the nigga, is like, hey, I see you over there shining, bro. Keep doing. You almost don't even want Bill Cosby. Hey, Bill, chill out. Like, Whoa, home, <laughs> whoa, man. that ain't even the vibe I'm trying to get off, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I don't even want you giving me credit, my nigga. Come on. All right, before we get to our favorite fall songs, man, hoodie music, hustling weather music, whatever you want to call them. Before we get out, Travis Scott, he's rumored to be dropping two projects before the year is up. He got a mixtape coming called Dystopia, and he got the album coming, Utopia. Are you excited about the double down from Travis Scott? You know what? Normally, I would sit here and say, bro, just take the best songs from Utopia and then the best songs from Dice. How you say that? Dystopia? Dystopia. 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 Take 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 the six best songs and give me twelve of a twelve piece of that heat. I would normally say that, but in this instance, it's been so long since he's really dropped a full body of work. And Travis Scott has multiple styles and like vibes that he can make two projects that sound completely different. They still be hot though. So if he give us the mixtape and he's like rapping like how he used to rap, 
I know that'll bring back a lot of memories of people who are, who've been on Travis Scott for a while. And then you give me the album that's on that Astro World type vibe. Oh, I'm here for that. Then drop the two piece off, man. Bring, take it back to when people would drop mixtapes and then an album. And that should have should be fire. If they both slapping and cool. I'm, I'm with that. It's like a little throwback play right there. I'm here for it. You need to do that. Uh, I'm here with you. I'm here for that, man. I like it when the big dogs feed the streets. Travis Scott is undoubtedly a big dog, and I want to hear it. Uh, it may be not for me as far as uh, what I go to, what I listen to on a regular rotation basis, but I do respect the talent that he has and talent that and Travis Scott is a talented dude. So if you're telling me, hey, man, before my album, we'll give you some more, man, come on with it. And I'm here for all that he's doing as far as um, – it's been a lot of outside stuff with the music, other than music, like a lot of endorsements, a lot of the merch, a lot of stuff. Now it's time. And I feel like doubling down and feeding that with more music and giving people more opportunities to get on for what he do, for what he do do. Let's do it. Now, now listen, he, he does. He is on the clock because and the longer he waits, the more people are going to be anticipating, anticipating the project and, and, the, and the better it got to be. Man, listen, yeah. it better it better be he because that's he dropped a single man like a year ago where he was at Jordan House and it was OK. It had Young Thug and I forgot the, the chick on there. It, my mind is slipping. But it was that song was just some little cool. And like it's like eh, that's why the album ain't came out. Really. What's the uh, what's the night? What's the song with Drake that was on Astro where they lead sing? Oh, Sicko Mode. He can't do that again. Oh, because that's, that's what people looking for. That's rough. Like that's like that's that's the bar, nigga. That's rough. So you got to come out with a sicko mode. So I can understand why he been keeping it in the tuck. Because you know if you ain't got one of them, that's what the people expect. And that's a monster. Yeah, that, yeah, that's 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 gonna be hard to recreate that man. I don't know if lightning gonna strike twice. His artist did drop over the weekend though. Don Tolliver, I fuck with him. Um, Major vibes. Check that out if you haven't already. Uh, albums be dropping so low key, man. I was I forgot where I was at. And somebody was listening to it. And I was like, I was like, yo, you fuck with that? He was like, yeah, I didn't even know it came out. And I was like, yeah, like it wasn't really no promo. He was like, nigga, my promo is I go to the new releases on Apple Music and whatever's right there, it'd be hellish shit. I'd be like, oh, damn, I ain't no currency came out. I ain't no Don Tolliver came out. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's the new promo, bro. And the, the unfortunate thing about that, like I, I, I got Spotify. They don't even put it up there. Wow. Like you go to the hip hop shit, like they just put suggestions and all my success. I, I listen to like, old music our music like, like we grew up i don't really listen to a lot of new shit so even in my suggestions it's oh listen to trap music or listen to yeah, yeah. uh trick daddy thug holiday just oh because it's similar to what i've been listening to listen to the hot boys get it how you live and i i don't even that new shit don't even ever pop up on my i gotta like literally search for it that's some slaw yeah I'm, i think better. i'm gonna switch from, i think i'm gonna switch from spotify we gonna go they, Apple they, Music. They, they they suggestion game is trash. Damn, they need some new blood up in the offices over there, nigga. Like they don't they don't give you no new heat, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. You know how you have it on browse and you see something, you be like, oh man, what is this? Yeah, I ain't got that from Spotify in over six months. Damn, now, I'm gonna switch it up, man. Come to the dark side, nigga. Apple, I'm gonna get it. Back to Apple Music, man. I think I'm gonna do that after this show, actually. <laughs> they got a three month for four dollars deal or something out there. Got me to that. October. <laughs> that's, how, that's how stars got me, nigga. I, <laughs> I wanted three months stars, dude. Why not watch the BMF? <laughs> three months for three dollars. I ain't gonna lie to that last episode. Before we get into that, just to veer off for a second, last episode. Well, actually, I'm on episode two. It almost got me out of there. It was so bad. 
It was so bad, I was confused as to what was going on. It wasn't that bad, though. It was that bad. It, it was that bad. bad. Like, I, it was a whole lot. Of, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I just missed Probably. it. Probably. I, I, I know what you mean, though. I understand what you're saying. There was a, there was a little double cross that was like, okay, where did that come from? Where did that come from? You, yeah. you knew exactly. Yeah, I know exactly I what you're talking about. about. <laughs> I do. So I, that's fair. But the third episode was solid, though. I ain't seen the thrill, and I guess I'll watch this tonight. But yeah, I pay attention to shit. Like, that shit matters to me. So it was hard for me to forget that. I was hot about it, actually. That's a fact, dude. All right, man. About that. I was like, what? What are you yeah. doing? That was a little random. I ain't gonna lie. Man, in the middle of the conversation, too. Like, what, bro? What are y'all talking about? That was, that was random. Um, All right, man. It's hoodie season. It's sweater weather. And we, do, we did this before. We talked about our favorite summer records. Uh, yeah. We thought it'd be dope to talk about our favorite fall hip-hop records. Uh, when you think fall, man, what what songs come to mind? What's the sound? What's the vibe? What, like, what what would you consider to be a fall or a hoodie hoodie record? I think that's slowed down, very like sample laden sound where you can almost kind of hear the record scratching in the back, mm-hmm. um, like similar to some old Kanye or something like that. That just the, the message in the song, like the lyrics, the beat, all of that shit just matching, nigga, throwing a hoodie, going outside, getting what you need to get done, going to work, whatever it means, but cold outside, having to throw some layers on, that type of music is what it, it sounds like to me. What about you? Yeah, it's funny you say Kanye, because I do have a Kanye song on mine. Um, mm, of course you do. Yeah, of course I got to. I'm, I'm never doing a list on this show without at least having a Kanye and or a Drake song. So go ahead and be prepared for spoiler, that. Spoiler alert for the people that haven't been listening, for the new listeners. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's that's automatic. Them two slots are filled. Um, Hustling but, music, too, was another adjective I forgot. Like this music where you, you, you put this on when you're going out to get it done. Like you're running your errands for the day and it's cold. You know you're going to have to just deal with some shit. These songs help you deal with the shit. Agreed. Agreed. I'm uh kick it off. Give me give me your first um fall record, man. When you come to mind, are your top five? If you've been listening to this show, then this was completely out of left field for you. In my strong southern stance, you probably thought that I've never even heard this song, um, listeners. So I'm gonna drop this one first as a big surprise, and maybe you'll play a clip of it when I say it, and people are like, "Ooh!" But that's the G Dep every day. Hmm. Perfect hoodie music. One of the lines from the song I had. What do you say? I had a cigarette for breakfast. That nigga said he had uh, thoughts for lunch and something like the the end of the cigarette for dinner. It was just like grimy, just like New York brick music. Mm-hmm. So if you guys know that song, that G Dep Everyday song, to me that's that exemplifies hoodie music. That's how I would start it off. Was that a single or that was just that was just a record on his album? That was just the first. I think that was just the first record on the album. I know okay. Jay Ho put me on that because I wouldn't. I, there's no way that I would have listened to this. He had that dope ass single though. Like Puff was pushing him for a minute, G Dep, yep. but this was just the first song on the album. Shout out to G Dep. Remember, I think G Dep locked up too. Yeah, remember he then he uh confessed he himself to a murder, in. like randomly just confessed to a murder. Yeah, yep. It's nuts. Damn. Um, I, I guess I keep it up top too. I did have one from New York because I got mine broken down, okay. right? And I'm a well, actually, you know, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna take it to the top of the morning in the fall because this song reminds me of standing outside in my sopranos robe. You know what I'm saying? Checking the paper. That's disgusting sight. Absolutely not. Got my taco meat showing. 
You know what I'm saying? I got my on deck TV mug on my front porch. This is Kanye West. Good morning. Um, I really think this gives me fall vibes. If you listen to that beat, you mentioned it earlier, like there's some of these will have samples in them and that good morning. Ooh, like that vibe and that slow, that tempo to me, that's a nice fall tempo. It's not too fast. The BPMs is not crazy, but I, um, I'm going with Kanye West. Good morning. That's how I'm starting off my fall day robe mm-hmm. and all slippers okay. and all. Glad you got the shocker out of the way. I wonder what we can expect next. But no, I love that song, though. That's off that graduation. And it do. For me, it's funny that you say that. I felt like that was a perfect, like, welcome to school song. First mm. day of college, fall, maybe starting a new job or some shit like that. But just like, just brand new. And like you said, first day of college, first day of whatever school that you heard when you got that Kanye West, which is probably why that stays so strong. Now the memories that that drums up. All right. Next, it's on me. Man, I got a list of like 50. These are my favorite kind of songs, by the way. This is the type of music that I listen to. One time, my nigga, uh, shout out my guy, Sam, Sam G. He was like, man, are you sad all the time? Why do you listen to me? Why you don't listen That's to the funny as shit? Fuck. It is funny. I just prefer this type of music. I love it. Um, so if we're going to the next one, man, I got to go with Rest in Peace to DMX. I got to go with Here We Go Again off and then there was X. Mm-hmm. And this is just, this is a dope ass story. Sit and listen to the song. It's about hustling and just giving a guy another chance. Most people that have been through stuff probably have been through this situation. So it just registers and it just reminds you of just like being outside. So that's why I picked this song, the DMX, Here We Go Again. You know, it's funny. I have an X song too. Mm-hmm. And I have an X song from that same album. This is my hoodie vibe, though. This is at night. This is like you said, this is when the sun go down in the fall. I don't know what you may or may not be on, but DMX, DMX What's My Name is a, like gives me fall in New York all day long. What's my name? Dun, 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 dun. That shit is one of my favorite singles because it's not really a single because of how hard DMX is going. <laughs> but it is it was on the radio and shit but like it's just super grimy i think i'm picturing x and the tims and the fuck walking the big crazy ass dogs and shit dude like that gives me that puts me in that mode that's that's a hoodie season record in my opinion um so i, I that's what i think when i hear it and x you could argue is a hoodie season artist um with a couple of different joints but i i decided to go with that one Facts. That's where X thrive at in the hoodie season, man. We got to take it to the South, man. It's too much love uh, over the East Coast, man. You know, the slogan of the South got something to say. So to take it down South, man, Buck has had a lot of up and downs here lately, but you can't deny that straight out of Cashville album. I uh, did a lot for the city and that bona fide hustler. Mm. First 50 verse, like that's it. When you're talking about hustling music, that's the first song on the playlist right there that kicks it off. I'm yep. a bona fide hustler. That's outside looking, seeing what's going on. Music right there. Fact. And 50 got a classic verse on the beginning. Whoa. Of that. So give me that young buck bona fide hustler. 50 was ripping that. Yeah. And that's that's very rare to say. A classic 50 verse. How many classic over, 50 verse? Over under three and a half does 50 have classic verses? In the club. Nah. I get money. Nah. 
get money ain't a classic verse. If those two ain't, he ain't got. Ah, uh, yeah, nah, yeah, you're right. I, I took quarter water you know, yeah, for five bucks. Yeah, now nah, that, yeah. that verse is hard. Uh, that verse is hard. Under, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely under. Cause you was fighting those two, and those probably as big as two verses. So <laughs> if he can't get in the club and he can't get the, I get money singles, and it's definitely under. How many you? What you got over under for? That's close. I think I got personal favorites, but I'm talking about ones that everybody know, and that. Three and a half. Ooh, that's the, one, if, the, the, the verse about Ja class. The 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 late in that get rich or die trying CD. You, are you talking about what uh well, he, was, he was going in? No, nah, not oh, the other one. I know what you're talking about. He was going in. Yeah, that shit was hard. I can't think of that damn song. Whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. I I go over, but slightly. Mm. But yeah, that would be my and I had to get it to the south. Like I said, I got a list of 20 of these because I love these songs, but I had to show Buck some love and do that bona fide hustler. What do you got for next hoodie music? I'm gonna go to the south too. Uh, even though this is east coast slash south, but this is from a youngster. Album came out two years ago. Corday has a YBN Corday at the time has a record called Thanksgiving, which mm. is obviously the holiday that a lot of people think of when you think of fall. You know, what I'm saying some some go Halloween, that's fine, I get that. Others go Thanksgiving. I think it was very fitting. He was on there talking about his family. It's definitely giving me vibe, cleaning the house vibes, indoors, staying indoors because it's too chilly outside, getting ready for company to come over for Thanksgiving. So it's, it, it gives me that vibe, put me in that mode. I thought it was hella appropriate. I'm going to play it on Thanksgiving, nigga, just because. Shout out to M Extra. He needs to make a playlist of fall slash Thanksgiving uh, songs, this would have to be on there or he needs to cut off his music subscription services. So I go YBN Corday, actually Corday now with Thanksgiving. I like that song, man. I'm excited about his new project too. He's been like, he's been slowly doing a little rollout. I've been peeping and moving around. So I fucked with that. Um, Facts. Yeah, that would definitely have to be on a fall playlist. I want to play that on Thanksgiving now that you said that. Got to. Um, man, I got... <laughs> I got to go to my guys with, with no limit. Unfortunately, you're not going to find this on a streaming service. You got to look this up on YouTube. Mm. It's my guy, Fiend, Heart of a Ghetto Boy, the mm. second Fiend album. Like the, the, what we were talking about with the record scratching and the come in, it sounded like a damn jazz song almost. Uh, on his introduction, he said, this one's so fresh that I'm still reading it off the paper. Like That's what you're talking about, that type of emotion when you talk about hoodie music. So we go to your YouTubes. Look up Fiend, Heart of a Ghetto Boy. That's hoodie music. Yeah, that, that, that's the shit. One of these days, that's going to hit uh, streaming sites. Oh, man, please. Look, luckily for me, I have my old-ass iPod in my car, and it's on there, so I have that album. I can revisit it. Uh, fire that. album, too. Street Life? Yeah. Love that album. Yeah, that's a fire album. That's when people thought No Limit had fell off, but Quiet, quiet is Kept, they brought it some heat because they had that and that World War Three came out around the same time, same, too. Yeah. Uh, and both they, of those were fire. They, they, they kept the lights on for about six more months. <laughs> yeah. They got no one limit. more check. One more check they got. Um, now, you mentioned Hustler Music with uh, Buck, and I immediately thought of Lil Wayne, Hustler Music off at Carter 2. I was hoping you named that because I got two minutes on my list and I didn't want to forget it. Man, listen, if that ain't get up and get out, that's, that's the years coming to a close. You want to end on a strong note. You want to get that hustler music plan on your way off to what it file papers for that LLC. 
nigga on the way to the gym, nigga to lose them 15, whatever the fuck you trying to do. You want some motivating music in the fall to fit the vibe of whatever you're trying to get done. And that Lil Wayne Hustler music with the classic video with the Bape hoodie on, shit, the Bape camo, like all of that shit is complete flames. And it says fall all day long. Uh, Wayne Hustler music off the classic Carter II album, his best album. Facts. Like these, these, you brought up a good point. These songs give you a little push, a little ump because scientific fact show as the seasons change you just don't have the same off that you had in the summertime man and so it take a little bit more yep and that's why i like these songs as well going to the we couldn't make a list of these type of songs without benny siegel oh mm. so many to choose from uh but i chose what your life like mm. like that i just feel like that raw that that was the perfect the state property closed the benny siegel persona it's perfect for hoodie music and that what your life like personifies it all like yeah. the, everything that he talking about on there is what i'm talking about when i'm talking about hoodie music what he going through uh that story that he telling so that that's it right there yeah that's 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 what you listen to that at the end of the year you reflect on the end of the year what your life like nigga. <laughs> where you done came from how Man. good you actually got it you can show some empathy for yourself nigga some gratitude Facts. That shit. Yeah, that somebody, you know, what's funny. Somebody asked me uh, when we talked about a good matchup for T.I. for his verses. Somebody said Beanie Siegel. He ain't got enough hits. I thought that, too. Like he he if, better go in there and try to Jada kiss it. It would be entertaining. That's what I'm saying. But, but he could do that, though. He could. But see, the thing is, and I think not only is it the music why I think T.I. couldn't be beat, but T.I. is going to get up for it. That's true. I'm not pulling a camera on or a Jim Jones. Nah, like, nah, nigga, nah. I'm going to come and do this Jada Kiss shit. So nah. I think that he would know that the advantage is going to lie with Benny Siegel on that street shit. So I'm going to watch this nigga out. Because he got that too, though. Who do? T.I. got some of that yeah, shit, too. I can too. go street with him, but I don't think that he'd be dumb enough to do that. Mm. I'm going to hit this nigga with smashes. Because listen. Like, hey, I'm going to for smash this nigga out the paws out of the building. <laughs> Jesus. If, if Benny plays what's your life like or plays i can feel it in the air and he mm. got that like beanie passion to cut nigga cut the beat off nigga like hey that's a mm. pro ti would have a problem, a problem on his hands dude because beanie got a couple of those it'll be a tough night for ti but ultimately he's definitely walking away that one of the few niggas with a good strategy that's that could hold the same stage with ti and i still stand by what i said ain't no nigga got from the east coast that can beat him but hold you gotta think though, what we do is wrong. Like beat, like beat. My, my, shout out to my guy. That's I can't fine. remember who he might get the five. He might, he might, he might be the only nigga other than Hove from the East Coast that can get the five against Tip. Ooh, that's it. Shout out to my partner who sent that. that was an excellent suggestion. Facts. Um, who your next? One? My last one. I'm going back up top. I'm going back hoodie one more time because it is hoodie season. My favorite season of the year. And I'm going with a solo artist from a group that I normally don't fuck with, but I guarantee you people listening have been screaming at us about why we haven't mentioned a Mob Deep song. Oh. And Prodigy, Keep It Thorough, is the hoodiest of hoodie songs, dude. And oh. I do not fuck with Mob Deep. I really didn't fuck with Prodigy too much either. However, this song was fucking flames, nigga. And I'm here for that. Keep it thorough. My favorite Mob Deep song, and well, I mean not Mob Deep, but Prodigy song of all time. But you know what's funny, and I and I say this now in retrospect, 
if you go back and listen to some of the prodigy and like alchemist stuff, he's doing what Griselda and what Boldy James does on those records. He was doing that then first with alchemist making that same style music with them same beats and shit. So if you listen to his solo run, I think you would gravitate more toward that than necessarily the mob deep run, because I, I don't think Havoc can rap personally, but I say that, but they're very similar sounds though. Cause so I know so alchemist sound like Boldy James. Yeah, that that style. When whenever Conway does, you know, Kanye Conway's a better rapper. Don't get it twisted. But when they do those collab projects, those little six and seven piece joints with Alchemist, Prodigy was doing that first. Then Prodigy passed away, and I know Alchemist thanks his stars that he bumped into fucking Griselda yeah. and, and Boldy now because they picking up that torch that that Prodigy did start. I ain't gonna say he started it, but he did it before them. And Gibbs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen to them. Check out them HNICs and stuff like that. Like, dude, got some shit with him, bro. Like, for real. I don't believe that. I do not. He do. It's, that. The, it's that saying. If you like that production, then you'll like that music, right, though. Mm. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's a tough sale right there. I ain't gonna lie to you. Do you got... Uh, uh, I know Tough sale. You know what? I'm almost sold on Wu-Tang, though, going back to watch that show. You watching the Hulu show? I keep hearing everybody say that shit is good. Yeah, I'm I started... almost sold on watching I started season one when it first came out, and I don't remember why I stopped. But it wasn't bad though. It wasn't they bad said, at all. They said season two cooking. That's man. what I heard. Showed, like, I heard. They showing step by step by how they got on and the strategies they took back in the day. That, that that's dope to me. That's what I'm looking for. So I might start that. I heard Rizzo talking about season. Huh? I, I was gonna say I heard Rizzo talking about season two on Breakfast Club. He said he all he sold me to pick that shit back up. Yeah, he put the gas on there. So no on my beep, yes on Wu Tang series. <laughs> <laughs> you you fuck around watching a, a Mob Deep series? That might be interesting. No, I think Mob. <laughs> I think Mob Deep is just, to me personally, being from the south, I just think Mob Deep is one of the most overrated rap acts in the history of rap. I think the only reason that they're popular is from they because they from Queens. Now they had That's hits it. too, though. They had hits because they were from Queens. They had the hits because they were from Queens. Nah, nah, they had hits. Yeah. They had they got some bangers, but I, I'm not I'm not listening to their B side shit. Though. I'm good on that. Listening to any of it. <laughs> Look, I had I, I had I had an honorable mention. I did too. I'm glad you said that. Because this isn't t- technically a rap song, but it's by a rapper. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with, and of course, I'm not leaving Drake off any list. Like, let's yeah. be serious. Yeah. Going to if you're reading this, it's too late with jungle. Like the slow mm-hmm. joint. <laughs> that shit that's got fall written all over it with a little sample in it. That's yeah. nice coat, rather. Right like that's that shit. <laughs> That's a nice coat. Absolutely. You I can't nice play coat. it because they're going to take it. Spotify be hating, so I can't play the song. Ah. So you're going to have to hear me sing it. But that shit is fire, and it's perfect for hoodie season, late night, indoors hoodie season, dude. Check. Remember that. Go go revisit that. If you're reading this, it's too late. Jungle joint. Found flames. Fire. Did you know her remade that? I did not. I know she Clearly. killed that then. Yeah, she murdered it. Hurry made it. I like that. Uh, my honorable mention goes to the hometown love friend of the show, Starlito Cold Turkey. The intro. Uh, mm. Perfect hoodie music. That whole tape is a good hoodie music tape. So check out that Starlito Cold Turkey. But it's specifically for doing the songs, the intro. Uh, yep. that, that's hard. One of my favorite Lido albums, if not number one, is definitely I think top that's my three. favorite Starlito project, Cold Turkey. Yeah. You be, you just copied off me right then. That's fine. I'll no, I think you heard I'll go me say that before, and you mentioned it on online now. So it appears <laughs> that I've stolen it, but really, you heard me say that. 
That's what happened. Guys, let us know your top five fall records. What's put you in the sweater weather mood, hoodie music, indoors, outdoors, morning, night. Leave us a list, man, at On Deck TV Show on Instagram or go to Facebook and comment in the group uh, called Rap Chat. We appreciate that. We have some wins and some losses. Uh, Let's start off with the W, man. W goes to Pastor Troy down here in Atlanta, South Fulton, to be exact. He organized a gun buyback event to clean up the streets, man, get some of these guns off the streets, stop some of the violence uh, with the with people in our community, man. So I definitely commend Pastor Troy for that. That was dope. That's dope. I like that he's stepping up. There's been a lot of, um, according to the news, a lot of violence in Atlanta here lately. So I, I like that he's still using his profile, not just to put out 30 or 40 albums, but to still do stuff. Uh, for his community in Atlanta, you, you can show that he really fuck with everybody, mostly from Atlanta, fuck with Atlanta. So I like this. That's a fact. Um, we have an L to your man, Jimmy Henchman. Um, apparently he got a pardon. He was offered a pardon in 2020 from Trump, but was never actually released from jail. He was still he is still currently there now. Mm. Uh, big L for that pump fake, dude. And that's <laughs> the biggest thought he was L probably getting the, out. Hey, that's the biggest L in the history of the show. Telling people getting out. And the president telling you you can get out and not getting out, you still sitting in jail today is fucking nuts. Uh, they say in the uh, paperwork process or in the last three weeks is when these pardons happen. Yep. And there was so much shit going on with the Trump administration that somewhere lost in the shuffle was his paperwork. Therefore, it held up everything. Now, the lawyer is saying he's being held in jail with charges that don't exist no more because he's been officially pardoned. But the last part of the paperwork can't be found or some shit. That's nuts. And no way in hell. <laughs> uh, man, I'd be so fucking hot, bro. Uh, you out, but you just got to sit in here like, no, my nigga, get me out of here. Man, that's that's trash. Um, we have one more L to the aforementioned Kodak Black. Uh, video went viral over the weekend when he was at a birthday celebration uh, with his mother, and he was dancing with her, grabbing her ass, and attempting to kiss her in the mouth. Uh, hella cringy. I don't know what's going on. That's your man. You think he got more hits in him? I say no. He's relegated to clips like this. This shit was oh weird God. as fuck. You're really diminishing the artist that Kodak Black was. I didn't even watch this. I saw the headline and kept scrolling. There's nothing that I want to see about this. I just, maybe it's, I have no idea. I ain't even going to try to excuse it. I almost gave an excuse for it, but hey, I, have, I don't know. I got nothing on this. This nigga you know, full-fledged, full-hand, <laughs> full-handcuffed his mom's ass. Maybe it wasn't his mom. Maybe people misunderstood who it was. <laughs> But it's the weirdest shit I've seen in a minute, bro. Not, not watching that. I think I had a vice grip on this mom's ass. Nope. You love Game of Thrones, I promise you. If this is this is your cup of tea, Game of Thrones, you're going to get off on it. Tell oh, this is not my cup of tea at all. This is weird as fuck. No, you clicked on it. I kept it moving on this. I saw the description. I'm like, oh, first of all, I don't believe it. And if nah, it did it happen, it's between Kodak Black and his mom. It happened. I ain't got nothing to do with it. The mama slick thick, though. Moving on, man. On oh, Decker man. of the Week. Shout out to my guy, Derb. He pulled up with me to the Benny show. He also had to get tested, too. Had to drop that dub. They got both. They hit both of us over the head. They uh, let y'all know that beforehand? I mean, they may have. It might have been in the... On the tickets or something. Yeah, it might have been in my pants and that shit. 
That's funny. Just swipe the black card and keep it moving, dude. Mm. But this, I, I want to give a quick review of the Benny show because this was the first date in his tour. Okay. Um, and you could tell that it was the first date in his tour. That Number one, sound. he came out two and a half hours late. And not necessarily late, but I'm saying he had opening acts. Wait. Nigga had wait, wait, way wait, wait, too wait. many opening acts. Going too fast. Stop. <laughs> the show ticket said what time? Eight. And he came out at 10.45. I'm living. I'm too old for that. <laughs> now, buddy. 9.930, my nigga, you need to be out. Show shit say hey 30 fuck these like 1045 facts ma'am you not drink oh, I'm so glad I didn't go Ooh. that's number one then number two he has a camp like called black mafia family being I know no um black soprano game. black soprano family excuse me BSF dude they had just as much if not more stage time as Benny and I understand it's commendable. You want to put your folks on, dude. You want to incorporate them in the sets, let them get some tick, let them get some reps. I'm here for all of that. I respect it. It's admirable. But nigga, I came here to see Benny the fucking butcher, dude. Not no name niggas from a clique that nobody cares about yet. Mm. Trash. I didn't come so to see that. This was for like Griselda fans. This is for niggas that like got the his homeboys mixtapes and they listening to that and all that. No. They getting hyped when those niggas that you ain't never heard of start rapping. This is just for them. Do that in Buffalo, then. Do that for <laughs> the niggas who know who they are on their block in Buffalo. Don't do that in Atlanta on your first tour stop. Last thing, mm -hmm. he brought out a guest, which I figured he would do at some point. He didn't he bring Atlanta. out who I thought he would bring out. And the way he brought him out was complete trash, dude. He goes, hey, I'm in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I only fuck with real trappers. And then out of nowhere, Shorty Lowe's, um, dun, 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 dun. that comes on. So it's like, damn, nigga, is the ghost of Shorty Lowe's going to come out? Like, what the fuck? Nigga, then Jeezy, like, trips and stumbles on stage for his version. It's like, it was like, but what? But the remix. Yeah, tough. Which he ripped. Like, yeah. don't get it. that Jeezy verse was tough, That's but it was random as fuck. He did that song and then left. I was like, what? What he is this, dude? Backstage. He probably just pulled up on. They got now, you got to be prepared, bro. Like, be like, there was so some points in the show where Benny forgot his lyrics and everything, bro. So you were underwhelmed with his lack of preparation. Bingo. Mm. And him trying to force feed his camp onto me. I don't appreciate that. See, I feel like yeah, that's why I don't like going to concerts a lot, because I feel like did like at this stage in Benny's career should be easy. And that's, of course, for me to say I'm not a rapper for sure. But if I go to a Benny show, I'm like you, bro, this need to be like this is a tabernacle, right? How many people yep. would you say in there? A couple hundred. Bro, this need to be you on a stool like it's a fucking unplugged show. <laughs> I don't need no like the rest of them niggas can be front row or you can bring them out, but bro, like you rap, my nigga. You not now one of these mumble rap niggas. So like I feel like that that should be on display at his show. If I was his tour manager, like helping him get together, like bro, this need to be you, the lyrics, and and a stool, a microphone, and you let these niggas know what you do. That's it. Like I don't need a hundred niggas. I don't need to know about none of these niggas. Maybe at the end, maybe them niggas should have came out in them two hours and forty five minutes. Agreed. That you made me wait. But when you come up here, plugs I met, like all of that, like I want that. 
I don't want nothing else, my nigga. I don't want no features like straight through. And like you said, if it's a not a prepared Jeezy performance, like you didn't you didn't talk to the nigga the day before he didn't hit you up. Fuck it. You just, just go straight it. through then. Just go yep. straight through. Like I feel like that he's enough of a veteran in the game to know that though. So my question would be, is it are we old and washed or expecting the wrong things? Is this the trend now where he's just doing it wrong? I think it's his first real tour though, bro. Oh, it is. I thought they was like, I thought this was like they third of well, maybe uh they did get kind of hot, hot. That's what I'm saying. COVID hit. Yeah. Like so he, he's doing just put it this way, he's doing shit from his album, bro. Like that came out <laughs> a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like he's doing shit from that. So yeah. you could tell they weren't as prepared as they maybe will be on their ninth or tenth show. But you can't don't do Atlanta first then. Can't do that. I don't and know what the is- numbers look like for his shit though, bro. Well, I don't mean? know what the market looked like for him down here. It well, might be that, a nice place to test some of that shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if 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 I'm testing, I want to be good. Yeah. If I don't got the crowd that I want in Atlanta yet, I want this to be one of the best shows. Because these Fairweather niggas like me that may have win, like, or uh, another Fairweather nigga that ain't really on you, you need to kill it. You don't need 100 niggas from Buffalo on there. Yeah, or, I agree. If you got the numbers to say this is one of your hotbeds, then get the people what they want. Yeah. Like, is this, I don't like this is no, there's no scenario where you should be doing what you said that he did. Like, there's no scenario for me where I'm letting that happen if I'm his manager or fucking with him. Heavy. Real quick, though, I will say it was interesting when he did. First, he came out to the right record, though. I give it to him. He came out to that three, that 3 p.m. in Houston or that three o'clock and he, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. That shit are three thirty in Houston. That's what it is. That shit is hard. And he came out to it. I was like, "Yeah, tough." Mm -hmm. I said, "That's hard." Okay, okay. My hopes were high when he did that, and then it was downhill from there. Like it wasn't terrible. Don't get it twisted. I still had a good time, but it just there's a lot of room for improvement. Um, But it was cool, and it was maybe one or two opening acts that was actually decent. But other than that, man, like, bro, like, I don't, I ain't here for that shit, man. And my dumb ass be on time to everything, thinking everybody else moves like it, and I be forgetting that that ain't how shit work. So I would have pulled up late, dude. I could have got, so we could have ate good down the street, found some nice downtown to eat, dude, and took our time to get to our seats, dude. I don't know what I was thinking. They need an app that lets you know when the performer goes on stage. That'll be hard. A, a concert app that lets you know, hey, your the show is about to start, my nigga. You need to start heading this way. Ten minute warning, dude. Yeah, that'd be fire. Uh, what you got for me to put on, though? Um, first thing to put on, man, uh, the podcast episode, Whack One Hundred, Wallow and Gilly. It was interesting. If you've seen the clips, you've seen they got fairly heated, but they were still being like, I don't know if they had a relationship. They would. They that wasn't. For, that wasn't for real. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. They were putting. I got listen to the episode. But it was real enough to where they weren't letting Wack off the hook. I feel like these were the right niggas to interview Wack for the shit that he be pulling. And though they weren't like pressing him, pressing him on some, you need to answer this, they were bringing up good points that he couldn't answer. And I'm glad the real niggas brought it to his face. So very interesting interview uh, with Wack and the uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. That's 100% worth checking out. And secondly, put on the best show on TV is back. If you're not on Succession, Sunday it starts. Binge the two seasons if you got to. It's only 20 episodes. This is the best show on TV, I promise you. And it starts Sunday. I can't wait. I'm ready. Succession is the shit. Um, Can't wait. 
I'm super ready for it. So I, yeah, I, I, I ain't got nothing to uh, oppose that. That shit is flames. Um, I do have a quick put on Netflix. Um, it's a docu docu series on there. I believe it's six episodes. It's called Bad Sport. Each episode is highlighting someone who cheated their sport in some way, shape, form, or fashion. The first episode was a college basketball player from 92, 93, who uh, was point shaving. And it break down that whole story. It was super dope because I wasn't familiar with the story. I don't follow college basketball like that, especially not in 93. Um, I don't follow it now. I damn sure wasn't following it in 93. That was the best time to follow it, nigga. I followed it. I did follow it mid-90s when Grant Hill played for Duke and stuff. Like, I followed it Ooh, then. Yeah. But this nigga was playing for, like, Arizona State, bro. I wasn't following Arizona State. Uh, Are you familiar with that? I'm not. Um, I saw that when you put it in the group chat. The, 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 the episodes that they chose was some mid. That's the only thing that kept me from hitting play on it. Like, I just didn't. Like, the six topics that they chose, I was just like, Lou, what? That's why. I, that's why I only played this one. That's why, yeah, because the basketball was the only one that really just stuck out to me. But yeah. I'm gonna check that out. It did look interesting. I'm into that type of shit. But no, no I that wasn't shit good with the story at all. Uh, and I was super into college basketball. Maybe it'll ring some bells once I started though. Nigga named Headache Headache Smith. No. Nah. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, who the fuck is this? I, don't, I can't remember that. But it's a good. It's a good ass. It's a good ass story. It's well put together. It's only like an hour. It's an easy watch, dude. That should. That episode was fire. I can't vouch for the rest of the season though. I'm just talking about that episode. Hmm, let me check that out. Absolutely, hit that like button next time I put heat like that in the chat too. Hey guys, we are out. Uh, do me a favor, hit that like button for your people when they the put like fire request. shit in the chat. Number one, I got niggas <laughs> on the chat like request. Thanks. Number two, <laughs> shout out to DP, man. <laughs> Number two, like for me, DP. Go to uh Patreon, man. Hit that subscription button. We got some big stuff coming from Patreon next month in November. Uh, more details on that coming very soon. But hit the link in the uh, description of this episode to subscribe. We got album reviews up right now. We got album reviews coming soon. We got movie reviews coming soon. We got movie reviews up. Sports shit, fashion shit, the whole nine. We have a, a brand new relaunching of it coming soon, man. So it's a lot to get excited about. So we appreciate those who support and those who are getting ready to support. Anything Absolutely. else? Before we get out of here, uh, brand new mashup is on the way. Shout out to my guy, Coach Lock, Jay Hove, and them extra. We did a mashup this past weekend. It'll be to your viewing pleasure somewhere on the real bill stuff, YouTube, in the podcast feeds. I mean, that was fun to do. Um, we appreciate you guys joining us fourth quarters and quarters. We get down, so we look forward to being content creators around this time. Let's get it, yes, sir. We out.